0: deadline for every NHL team and all the big trades now the first trade I will be talking about is the Josh Manson trade which happened about I think a week before the trade deadline and Josh Manson just had kind of contract issues with the Anaheim Ducks and so they were looking to trade him and so he got traded to the Colorado Avalanche for Drew Hellison and a 2023 second round pick and Anaheim retains half of Josh Manson's salary. And now I think this is a pretty good trade for Colorado because I think Colorado needed a defenseman like him. He has a good I think he's a big tough defenseman. I haven't seen much of Josh Manson. I know he's good and I think he will bring do well with the Colorado Avalanche in the playoffs. And I think they needed a defenseman after Samuel Gerrard got hurt there, who is a key defenseman for them. Alright, the next trade I'll be talking about is the Ben Sherratt trade. Ben Sherratt was traded to the Florida Panthers, I think, about on March 16th. Montreal receives a receives twenty Tyler Similink, a prospect, and a first-round pick and a fourth-round pick. This is a very good trade for Montreal. I mean, I didn't think they'd get this much in return for Ben Sherratt. I mean, I I didn't realize Florida needed a, a defenseman. I mean, I guess bench will help, especially with Aaron Ekblad out. And, I mean, but they got a bench rot before Aaron Ekblad got hurt. And it's I, I found it very interesting because Florida Panthers looked like a very good team. And I didn't realize they need defensemen. So, I'm going the winner of this trade. I'm going with Montreal just because they got a great return. I mean, the first round pick is not going to be much, especially with Florida playing so well. And then the fourth round pick really means nothing, but I think Tyler Similank is pretty good. So, yeah. The next trade is the Kelly Yarncook trade, which, I mean, it's not a very big one, but I kind of added it in because I'm a huge Flames fan. So, Kelly Yarncook was part of the Seattle Kraken, and then he got traded to the Calgary Flames for a second round pick in 2022 a third-round pick in 2023, and then a seventh-round pick in 2024, and Seattle retains half of his salary. I think this is a pretty good trade for the Flames. I mean, they kind of needed a guy like Kelly Yarncoke, a bottom-six tough wiener. I mean, centerman, who's very versatile and plays a very good game. And, like, he's just a versatile forward who can play all positions of the ice. He's, I think, a bottom-six, but I think right now he's been playing with Andrew Maggiapani and Tyler Toffoli. And, those guys, and on the second line, but I thought he'd be on the bottom six. I mean, he's been pre- doing pretty well lately. He got an assist last game. I mean, I'm going with Calgary as the winner for a couple of reasons. I mean, I'm a Flames fan, and I think he's just been well for the Flames. And, like, I mean, Calgary didn't give up a first-round pick. They gave it up for Toffoli. And the second-round second pick, a third-round pick, and a seventh aren't very big. I mean... I guess the second round pick kind of does matter, but only like 45% of second round picks actually make it into the NHL, so it's not a huge deal, and Calgary won this trade, it's a good trade by our GM, and yeah. Next trade is Brandon Hagel, now I was very surprised, I knew Brandon Hagel was on the trade block, I did not realize Tampa Bay would be looking at him, I thought it'd be like Toronto. Because I thought Toronto wanted a guy like Brandon Hagel to fit in their top six with Tavares and Nylander, but the Lightning got him and they paid a massive price for it. They got they gave up to Chicago is Boris Hatchouk. I think that's how you pronounce his name, Taylor Radish, and then of two first round picks, one in twenty twenty three and one in twenty twenty four. I mean the first round picks aren't as like big as you think. I mean Tampa Bay. I mean, is a good team, and they are not expected to finish high in the draft lottery, so those first-round picks don't mean uh, too much, but they're still first-round picks, and they still can mean something. Like, they could become a top star for the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh yeah, and I forgot, the Lightning in exchange got Brandon Hagel a fourth round in 2022 and another fourth round in 2024. The winner, I'm going with the Chicago Blackhawks. This is, I didn't realize, I knew Brandon Hagel was good, but not this, like, good. Like, the Tampa Bay Lightning gave up some big players. Like, I mean, I think Boris Kachok and Taylor Radish are decent. I don't think they're, like, huge NHL worthy. But I think they could become good players for Chicago in the near future. And then two fourth-round picks don't mean too much for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean... It's very unlikely that because they become very good. I mean, but I think I'm going with the Chicago Blackhawks win this trade. I think they got a good return for him. Two fourth round picks is not much given up. I mean, it sucks that they lost Brandon Hagel. I mean, I mean this one was also close because Brandon Hagel is really good. Like, I mean, Tampa Bay Lightning kind of stacked with him. Like, it's like. The Brand- Brandon Hagel's good, and Tampa. I'm surprised Tampa Lightning got him. I mean, they obviously want to get another third line, like with Coleman and Barkley Lego Joe and Yanni Gord, and then yeah, and I think this is a great trade for the Lightning and the Chicago Blackhawks. All right, the next trade is the Claude Giroux trade. Probably maybe the biggest trade of the trade deadline because Claude Giroux is just an amazing player. And I'm surprised, again, that Florida got him. <laughs> I mean, Claude Giroux said he wanted to go somewhere where he would win. And obviously, Florida looks like they're going to win the cup, especially after the Brent Chirot trade, the Claude Giroux trade. And I'm not sure if they got anyone else, but, I mean, it was pretty... They got a lot of players at the trade deadline, and I thought they did really well. All right, to Florida is Claude Giroux, Connor Bunneman... German rubstoff and a fifth-round pick in 2024. Fifth-round pick doesn't mean much. And then two prospects. I mean, I don't really know much about these prospects. I, I think they're somewhere around third or second round. I'm not sure if they're that good. I haven't looked them up. I mean, they're just two prospects that maybe could be good for Florida, but I don't think so. The The main guy here is Claude Giroux. And then... To Philadelphia is Owen Tippett, a first-round pick in 2024 and a third-round pick in 2023. The first and the third is pretty good, but the main guy here is Owen Tippett. I mean, he was a very good prospect for the Florida Panthers. I'm not sure what happened with him. I think I remember that he was in the trade rumors with Florida, and I knew he was I knew he was going to be traded eventually in a package with Florida, whoever they got and i mean i think he's pretty good a first round pick in 2024 might not mean much as florida is a good team and they probably not going to finish high in the draft lottery and the third round pick in 2023 and again third round picks i mean they're just not very significant i mean like third round picks aren't very good i mean they're not more they're not likely to become a full on each other all right oh yeah and the first round pick I feel like Philadelphia should have maybe made the first round pick a little earlier like 2024 is in a long time. I guess that means that possibly in 2024 Florida might do terrible and that means it might be a half draft lie a high draft lottery pick, but honestly, I think it's too far away and like I yeah, I don't think uh, maybe they should have gone with maybe 2023 or 2022. Alright, and yeah, I think Florida's the winner because I'm surprised they got got more in return with Claude Giroux than Philadelphia did. But, I mean, nothing really significant. I think Florida won the trade. They're probably going to win the Stanley Cup. Next is the Hampus Lindholm trade. Another one that surprised me. I knew the Bruins were going to get a defenseman. But a lot of the defenseman talks around the Boston Bruins were Jacob Chitrin who did not actually get traded today, which I'm really surprised about. Yeah, but the Bruins got Hampus Lindholm, who I thought maybe the Leafs were going to get, but I knew that probably wasn't going to happen because Hampus Lindholm was very expensive, as you can see from this deal. Now, the Bruins got Hampus Lindholm and Cody Curran, or Curran. And I don't know much about Cody Curran. I think he's good. Um, He seems like a decent player. I haven't really seen his stats, but... I think he's a pretty good player. And, I mean, I'm surprised they even got a prospect because Hanfis Lindholm's a really good defenseman. And, like, that's... I think that'll really help the Boston Bruins. And now, the Ducks got a first-round pick in 2023, a second round in 2023, a second round in 2024, and then John Moore and Er Erho Bakunainen. I think I pronounced that right. Um... That that's a lot in return, and I'm going to say the Ducks won that trade because they got a lot more in return than I thought. Like, two seconds. I mean, seconds aren't super significant, but there's somewhat a likely chance to become an NHL. Like, Dylan dubey for the Flames was the second-round pick, and he's been fitting in the lineup, I guess, pretty well. Yeah, so two seconds and a first. And now, see, the Ducks got a first in 2023 which is what I thought Philadelphia should have gotten the College Rue trade, but of course they got in 2024. And then John Moore and Erho Ur- Vakaninen I don't know the positions in- of these players, but I think they're pretty good. I mean, I think John Moore's pretty good. I don't know anything about Erho Vakaninen And yeah, so that's all I got for this trade. I mean, it's going to be a great addition for the Bruins, but Ducks Scott. A lot in return, contract talks didn't work, they had to retreat him. I mean, I mainly, the main reason why I made the Ducks win this trade is because, number one, they got a lot in return, but since contract talks weren't going to get done, I'm glad they got something in return instead of waiting till the off season and letting him sign to another team and not get nothing. Like, first and two seconds, that's pretty good. All right. Now, probably my favorite trade, the Mark Giordano trade. My favorite trade because, I mean, he played for the Flames for, like, 15 years. Now, uh, my little brother is a Leafs fan, and so is my mom, and they were not too happy about this because they didn't like Giordano, and I told them Giordano's good. And it makes me mad because, like, why don't you believe him? He's a great player. All right, so... Back to the topic. Toronto gets Mark Giordano and Colin Blackwell, who I think Colin Blackwell is is actually a pretty good player. I think he brings depth, scoring. I mean, not too much scoring, but mainly on the physical side. I think he could bolster that fourth line, that fourth line for the Leafs. And then they got Mark Giordano. Now the Leafs needed a defenseman. Everyone's saying get a goaltender, but I mean. A big reason, again, why the goaltending has been bad is because the Leafs have had not much defense in front. Like, you've seen, I've only seen really three guys that have played well in front of Morazic and Campbell through their struggles, and that's Rasmus Sandin, Morgan Raleigh, and TJ Brody. I have not seen much of Lilligren. I think Lilligren makes too many timely mistakes, and I'm not a huge fan of Hall. I feel like he's just not a great player. Now, um, I mean, obviously he's a good player, but I think he just... Like, Hall does that one good play one or twice, and then, like, he just does something stupid, and it kind of makes me annoyed. I'm like, what are you doing? All right, and the Seattle Kraken get a second-round pick in 2022, a second-round pick in 2023, and a third-round in 2024. This is a good trade. I mean, two good players for two seconds in the third, is pretty good. I mean, like, Colin Blackwell is a good player, and I think he might help that fourth line develop into a good fourth line, and he will help in the playoffs. And Mark Giordano, he's a defenseman, a good defenseman. So he's really going to help the Leafs get back into their, I mean, I guess get back to them being good because the Leafs, I mean, just lost 6-3 to three to the Nashville Predators really sucks, so I'm going with the winner of this trade, Toronto Maple Leafs, I've said why, because Mark Jordan is a great player, he'll help the defense, Colin Blackwell, they just got everything they really kind of needed, I mean, I guess, I mean, that was the only move that Toronto Maple Leafs did this deadline, which I'm kind of surprised, because I'm surprised they didn't get a second line left winger to help, John to compliment John Tavares and William Nylander, because I don't like William Nylander on the left wing, I don't think that's working out. All right, and now here's two small trades that I'm not going to take long talking about. Travis Dermott traded to the Vancouver Canucks for a third-round pick. Toronto gets a third-round pick. Vancouver gets Travis Dermott. I'm going with Toronto as the winner of this trade because Dermott was going to be traded. I mean, it sucks for Dermott to not be playing with his hometown anymore, but, I mean, he made a couple mistakes with the Leafs. I mean, I knew he wasn't going to stay a Leaf. Uh, like, he, I'm glad he got traded. He needed a change of series. He had some good moments, but just wasn't working out. He was mainly a seventh or eighth guy for the Leafs. He just couldn't really fit in the lineup, and I think he just had to be traded. I think he'll be pretty good. I think it will really help the Vancouver Canucks on both sides, mainly the offense. Like, I think he could really change his game with the Vancouver Canucks. But I'm still going with Toronto Maple Leafs because I don't think I think they uh, got a third a third round pick seems pretty good for Travis Dermott. I mean, there's not I don't think you can get a better deal than that. I mean, you're not going to get a higher price. Oh yeah, and the second trade w- again with Vancouver is Travis Hamonic getting traded to the Ottawa Senators and Vancouver getting to the, and Vancouver gets a third round pick in 2022. So a third round pick, a second round pick, and a first round pick are the only picks that kind of matter, like, in the NHL draft, especially recently. We haven't seen many recent draft picks that have ended up superstars that are in below third-round pick. And I think Vancouver Canucks got us, I think, basically the Vancouver Canucks traded Travis Hamnick for Travis Dermott, and they got $1.5 million back in their... Like, uh, their caps pays. They got a million and a half bucks in their caps pays. And Travis Hamnick, I mean, I didn't realize he was $3 million. I don't think he's worth that much money. I, didn't, I, didn't, I like Travis Hamnick, but $3 million. I'm surprised Ottawa didn't even retain any salary. Like, I'm surprised Hamnick even got traded. Honestly, he was not in the trade moves at all, but I'm going Vancouver as a the winner. They. I mean, maybe the Vancouver won the Travis Dermott trade too. I'm not really sure. I think Toronto won because they be, like they kind of traded Mark down for Travis Dermot. But, I mean, what do I know? All right, now, moving on. And now, the next trade is the Mason-Appleton trade, which actually happened today. Mason-Appleton has been traded back to the Winnipeg Jets for a fourth round pick in 2023 now all i know is that mason appleton had a good season with winnipeg last year yet i think 25 points in around 50 games judging i mean that's not great but for mason appleton that's pretty good and i thought he looked good that season and i was really surprised that he got picked by seattle and, I mean, the Winnipeg's got him back. I think that just for, like, some more depth, trying to get into the playoffs. And I think that I Mason Opleton will really help them. And I'm going with Winnipeg as the winner of this trade. Next is, I don't even really know why I'm talking about this trade. But, I mean, I don't know. The Jack McBain trade. Uh, Minnesota gets a second-round pick in 2022, while Arizona gets Jack McBain. I'm going with Minnesota as the winner because a second-round pick is, I find, pretty good for a guy that I have never heard before. I mean, I don't even know Jack McBain's stats. He, for all I know, could be a great forward and produce some great numbers. But a second-round pick in 2022 seems pretty good, especially with Arizona being a bad team. Like, Arizona could get the top pick in the second round, which could be a pretty good playoff. I mean, a pretty good nhl So, I mean, yeah. I'm going with Minnesota for that one. Alright, next is w- another one of my favorites. The Marc-Andre Fleury trade. I knew Marc-Andre Fleury was going to be traded. Some people said Marc-Andre Fleury won't be traded. I knew he was. Just with Marc-Andre Fleury and say he wanted to win, that just says it all. And I, he got traded to Minnesota, which, yeah, like... Which is surprising to me because he said he wanted to win, and Minnesota. I guess he has hope for Minnesota because Minnesota doesn't seem like a team team that's really gonna win the cup. Like they don't seem like a built team. But Mark Angie Fleury is a great player. For last, he's the Vesna tra- He's the Vesna winner uh, of last season. Um, he's won three cups. He could really help that Minnesota team. And I'm going with Minnesota as the winner. Oh yeah, and Chicago for Marc-Andre Fleury got a second round pick. But uh, this second round pick could possibly become a first round pick um, in the playoffs. I don't know the full details, but you can look that up for yourselves. Um, But yeah, I'm going with Minnesota as the winner because Marc-Andre Fleury is a great goaltender. He could really help him, and especially after the next trade that I talk about, which you'll see. All right. The next trade is the Jacob Middleton trade, which is actually, which I'm not, I'm a little tiny bit surprised because I didn't realize Minnesota needed Jacob Middleton. Oh wait, I forgot to add. Oh yeah, uh, Jacob Middleton got traded to the Minnesota Wild, and from San Jose, and San Jose gets in return for him, Capo Kakinen, who was the goaltender for the Minnesota Wild. And then San Jose also gets a fifth round pick. So Capo Kagenin, I like this guy. I find him a good goaltender. He's put out. He got great numbers last year. I think he had just good numbers this year. But I think the Minnesota Wild were making a move with San Jose. Um, before the Marc-Andre Fleury trade. Because, like, I think they got Marc-Andre Fleury because I've, I feel like they knew they were going to trade Kapokakinen to San Jose. So they got Marc-Andre Fleury and then right after they trade Capo Kapokakinen for Jacob Middleton. And I'm going with Minnesota, again, as a winner for this trade. I mean, I think they've done really well this trade deadline with Jacob Middleton and Mark andre Fleury. Jacob Middleton's a good defenseman. Only seven hundred twenty thousand dollars, twenty five thousand, which is nothing. Um, he's a good, strong bottom, bottom six defense. Like uh, he'll play probably your third pairing, and he's just a physical defenseman who really, yeah. I mean, there's not much to say about him actually. He's just a physical, strong defenseman who can defend. I mean. <laughs> Not much to say. I think I think Minnesota is the clear winner of this trade. All right, now it's the next trade. Justin Braun, <sighs> uh, another team that did really really well this trade deadline. I'm going with the, the like the New York Rangers did very well this trade deadline. They added a lot of pieces that I thought they wouldn't add, like Justin Braun. I thought just, I thought the New York Rangers were looking for a top six forward, which they got, and Andrew Cobb, which I'll be talking about later. But yeah, they got Justin Braun, and Philadelphia gets a third round pick in twenty twenty three. I think Justin Braun's a good player. I mean, again, I don't know much about him. Uh, I heard he's good. He's physical. He's a he's an old he's an old physical he's an old school physical player who I think brings leadership, and I think he will help the New York Rangers. In the playoffs, uh, I mean, any really depth defenseman that can, uh, any really depth physical defenseman that can defend well, like Justin Braun, is a good fit in the playoffs. And I think New York Rangers didn't really give up much—a third-round pick in 2023—and they have done well this season. So, mostly that likely that pick is going to be low in the draft lottery, so it's not going to be very significant. And yeah. I'm going with the New York Rangers as the winner of this trade. I already talked about why, and yeah. Next is the Brett Kulak trade. Now, the Oilers were talking about, I think, three defensemen. They were talking about Brett Kulak, Carson Soucy, and I forgot who else. I mean, I think it was someone like Colin Miller. Was he a defenseman? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. So, and the Oilers got Brett Kulak, and from Montreal, and Montreal gets William Legison, who I think's pretty good, and a second round pick in twenty twenty three. I'm going with Montreal as the winner. This is not a. I mean, this isn't really a big trade. I'm going with Montreal as the winner. Yes, the Oilers did get a good defenseman in Brett Kulak, but. Montreal got way more in return than I thought. Like, a second-round pick is pretty good for Brad Kulak, and then a good prospect. I think Montreal got a good trade out of this one, and out of this, I think Montreal clearly won this trade. They got good in return. I'm not sure what the situation was with Kulak. Maybe I'm not sure if he's an RFA or a UFA after this year. Maybe he is, maybe, or maybe I'm just stupid. But yeah, uh, I think Montreal was the clear winner of this trade. Now, the next trade is the Nick Letty trade. And I'm going... Now, Nick Letty is a very good skating defenseman who is very good at, like, breakaways for defense. He's a defenseman, and he's good, very good on breakaways. Like, he can stop the puck on them. He's got very good skating ability. And I think that's really his notable feature, just his great skating ability. And so Detroit got Jake Wallman, Oscar Sundquist, and a second-round pick in 2023. And then St. Louis, who got Nick got Nick and Luke Witkowski. I know nothing about Luke Witkowski. He might be good, but I know Nick is good. But I'm still going with Detroit as a winner. Like the Berkula trade, I mean... Detroit got good in return. I think I know that Jake Wallman is pretty good. I don't really know much about Oscar Sunfist and the second round pick in twenty twenty three. That's pretty good. I mean, second round pick is still pretty high. Like it's not like it's dead last, like a seventh, but it's a second round pitch pick, which which can be, um, which could be a player that could play on your team in the future. And so I'm going with Detroit as a winner. Just because I thought they got a good return for Nick who looked like he was going to be traded. And I'm glad they got something in return. And now a a player who I thought actually wasn't going to get traded, I thought he wasn't going to get traded, was Arturi Lekanen. I think he was an RFA at the end of the year, and I I think there was contract problems with him in Montreal. But, I mean, good for him. He went from the worst team in the league all the way up to the best team in the league in Colorado, which, uh, pro- good for him. I mean, I mean he got out of a crappy Montreal team and went straight to the top in a Colorado Avalanche team. And so the, uh, the Colorado Avalanche get Arturi Luckinen, while the Montreal Canadiens get Justin Barron and the second-round pick in 2024. I mean, this is also a good... I mean Montreal got a good return, obviously for Arttuuri Lekkinen. Like Justin Barron is a good prospect, and a second round pick in twenty twenty four seems pretty good. But again, that second round pick is most likely going to be very low in the draft, in the second round draft lottery, just because Colorado has done, has been very good over the past, like over the past like two or three seasons, and I think they're going to continue to be maybe one of the top teams in the league. And I don't think that's going to be... A, I think that's going to be a very low draft pick in 2024. And so I'm going with the Colorado Avalanche as the winner of this trade just because archery Terry is a great player. I think he'll help them in the playoffs. He bri- he provides mm, second or third line scoring. I uh, I mean, he's got 29 points in like 56 games, I think, this year. So that's not bad. I mean, it's just above like half point per game. And yeah, I mean, he seems like a great player and I I thought he had like forty points, but he actually has twenty nine. But I mean, I think the Diaz got a good player in Archery Lekkinen People I heard I saw some articles saying like Montreal got a good return for Terry Lekkinen, and they clearly won the trade. I'm actually going with Archery Lekinen as the I mean I'm going with the Colorado Havalanche as the clear winner for this Trade Alright uh, Now on to the next trade the Andrew Cobb trade I'm not 100% sure if this trade is right. This is what I saw on I think TSN um, So Andrew Cobb was not gonna sign a contract with Winnipeg is what I heard and so They wanted, and then Winnipeg probably wanted something in return for Cop. So, they wanted, so then Cop got in the trade board. And he, like, everyone was interested in Cop, like, even the Leafs. Like, I thought, I really, I was really hoping that the Toronto Maple Leafs got Andrew Cop. That would have really helped them. I think he would have, I think Andrew Cop would have worked great with um, John Tavares and William Nylander. Uh, But, I mean... I mean, Andrew Cop didn't work. Uh, obviously, didn't work out. But uh, he got traded to the Rangers, who I said have done very well this trade deadline, and I've gotten a lot of people. And uh, yeah, and I've gotten a lot of people like Tyler Mott and uh, who else did they get? Yeah, they also got Justin Braun, and I think just they just made some good moves this trade deadline. Oh yeah. So back to the Andrew Cop trade. Now, the New York Rangers get Andrew Kopp and a 6th round pick in 2023. 6th round pick literally doesn't mean anything. Like, a 6th and a 7th round pick, honestly, you're not going to get a good, like, you're not going to get an NHL player out of those prospects, most likely. And, Winnipeg gets Morgan Barron and two two second round picks and a 5th round pick in 2023. Now, I don't know much about Morgan Barron. I've heard he's decent. Two second round picks seems good. I think it's a good trade for Andrew Kopp. And then the fifth round pick in twenty twenty three. I mean, I feel like though I didn't, re, I didn't, I don't know why New York Rangers had to add that in there. It kind of sucks that they did. I mean, like as much as a fifth round pick is most likely not going to be very like a good NHLer, it's still like a prospect that could be an NHL player. And it, I, I'm still going with the New York Rangers, though, as the winner of this trade because, I mean, Andrew Kopp is a fantastic player who will definitely help them. And if Ryan Strom, who I think is a forward on the Rangers, if Ryan Strom doesn't sign a contract for the Rangers, I think Andrew Kopp will work out well and sign a contract with them instead. And, yeah, the sixth-round pick is useless. So, yeah, I'm going with New York, New York Rangers as the winner, and I think they've done very well. And speaking of New York Rangers, the next trade is the Tyler Mott trade, which I, mean, which, I mean, it's not a very big one, but it's still a Vancouver Canucks trade, and I live in Vancouver, so and I have a sibling who's a big fan of the Vancouver Canucks, and I like Vancouver, so, yeah. New York Rangers get Tyler Mott, and Vancouver gets a fourth-round pick in 2023. I mean, I'm still going with the New York Rangers as the winner of this trade. They got Tyler Mott. Tyler Mott is a very good player. It really sucked that the Canucks had to lose him. But, I mean, they had to clear cap space. And I think there was – I think Vancouver – I mean, I'm not 100% sure – but I feel like Vancouver might have retained salary, some salary off of Tyler Mott. Maybe they didn't. I I'm not sure how much he's making. I thought Tyler Mott was making like around two, two and a half. But uh yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think they retained salary. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, I'm going with New York Rangers as the winner. They wanted a depth forward for the third or fourth line. I think he'll work very well with them. Uh, I'm I think he'll probably be on the right wing. I think he's a right winner on the third or fourth line. I'm going with the fourth line because he's only got, like, 15 points in, like, 45 games. So, he's a good player. Uh, It sucks that Vancouver lost him, but great for New York. Now, we're on the, like, last four, I think, trades of this episode. And the first one, I mean, the next trade is Ricard Raquel and i was very surprised to see him traded i didn't even know he was on the trade block and i didn't realize he was doing so terrible this year i like i thought like he was a way better player maybe like i don't know why but i thought he was getting like 60 points a season but i guess i'm thinking of maxime comtois like last year maxime comtois got 48 points and i yeah i don't know why but i was thinking of him instead of ricard raquel anyways yeah ricard raquel is i didn't realize he's doing this bad this season i thought he had like 50 points this season and he went to pittsburgh and this is also a dear deal like this is a trade that i am not sure if is correct i got this out of a article um but i mainly go to like guys like elliot friedman for trades but this is what i heard um anaheim gets a second round pick in 2022 zach aston reese who is a good player like he needed to change the scenery i think he's a great player dominic Simone and a prospect i don't know who this prospect is but i know they got a prospect uh i know the second round pick is the second round pick is correct i'm not sure about dominic simon or dominic Simone. however you say his name and I'm not sure about Zach Aston-Reese. If they got Zach Aston-Reese, I'm really happy for them. They got a good player. I mean, they got two players for Ricard Raquel. I didn't realize Ricard Raquel was this good. Like I didn't think he was this much. I think uh, the Anaheim GM did a great job with this trade. I think he's the clear winner. They, he, he, I, um, sorry, uh, I think he did, he got a good return for Ricard Raquel. Um, I think Ricardo Kell is a, an RFA after this season, and I guess he just wasn't going to sign a contract. Next is the Ryan Carpenter trade, which is not a very big trade at all. I mean, like, at all. Ryan Carpenter only has, like, 19 points in 56 games, but I put him in because I just wanted, like, because it's the Calgary Flames who got Ryan Carpenter. I'm going with Calgary as the winner because they gave up nothing for Ryan Carpenter, like just nothing. A fifth-round pick in 2024, like 2024. That is a that's in a long time, and I think Ryan Carpenter is gonna fit well under Dale Sutter. I think he's a top, I think he's a tough bottom-six guy. I'm I'm not sure if he'll put be put right in the lineup like he, i mean he the only guy i could see him really replacing is maybe Dylan Dubey or like uh, yeah i'm not really seeing him replacing anyone Trevor Lewis has been great Lucic has been great uh Monahan maybe but i think what Monahan has just had like too good of a past to be put down in the minors. Maybe I'm wrong. But I mean maybe he'll put be put in the lineup. But I think he's just I think he'll be put in the minors. Maybe he'll be bu- in the lineup. Uh, I don't think he's much money. I think he's only like a million dollars. And I'm going with Kagi as the winner because they just they basically got a free player. Next the next trade. Another trade I have no idea about this one. Like I did, I wrote this trade down, like, 10, like, 20 minutes before this episode, and I was shocked, because I thought Columbus would get more in return for Max Tommy, but I could be entirely wrong with this trade, I mean, I could be very, I could be very wrong with this trade, maybe Columbus got more, but here's the trade, Carolina... Gets Max Domi, and then Columbus gets Aiden. Uh, I do not how to I do not know how to pronounce this guy's last name, but and then Columbus gets a prospect, and that's about it. No picks, no players, no anything. That's it, and I'm really surprised about it. Like Carolina, I didn't even know Carolina needed Max Domi. <laughs> Like why Carolina? Don't they have like guys like Yesberry, Kakhniemi? They got Nino Niederreiter. Uh, they got a whole bunch of guys, especially on the top line with Andrei Sveshnikov, Sebastian Aho, and uh, that other guy that I forgot about. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize they needed Max Domi, but I think there's re- I think Columbus retained some salary. I think he's around half. But I'm good with Carolina because Aiden, the this prospect that Columbus got, doesn't seem amazing. But I he must be de- he must be kind of decent because a- Max Domi is a good player. I like him. He's definitely dropped off in performance since that 30 goal season he had with I think Montreal. Um, but yeah, I think Carolina is a clear winner. Uh, I and mean, yeah, I think Carolina is a winner of this trade, because I got Max Domiaber for, like, nothing. Now, here's the last trade of the day, or, I mean, the episode. Montreal Canadiens traded Andrew Hammond, which I was really surprised, like, why? I think they traded Andrew Hammond because they didn't really need him, like, especially now with Carey Price possibly being back in the lineup, um, yeah, because apparently Carey Price was practicing I think he was this morning or maybe yesterday yeah Curry Price was at practice and so Montreal's probably like I guess we need to clear cap space, so we'll trade Hammond um, I think Hammond's injured though like I, I mean I thought Hammond had a great start to the season with Montreal but I guess I'm not really sure why they traded him I mean I guess Carey Price is coming back, and then Jake Allen is back, so I guess I just traded him to New Jersey. And then got Nate Schnarr. I have absolutely no idea who this guy is. I don't know if he's good, don't know if he's bad, don't know when he was picked in the draft lottery, but I do know that I think New Jersey does need a goaltender. I think Hammond will do well for them. He did well for Montreal, and yeah, I think... I'm going with New Jersey as the winner of this one. Alright, as you heard, that was the last trade of the day. Thank you so much for listening. And, uh, uh, sorry I haven't made anything in a long time. It's been a crap load of time, like May 21st, I think, in 2021. Um, yeah, so I'm sorry it's been a long time. Uh, but I'm back now. I'm hoping to be making a lot of episodes, especially with playoffs coming. Mainly about the Flames, but I will also be talking about the Leafs, and I will start talking about the Vancouver Canucks and what they have been up to lately. And uh, goodbye. Go Flames, go.